0: We be believe this is our tenth believe ever we started believe 10 years ago mainly because i love christmas so much that i just believe you just can't celebrate christmas enough for those of y'all who don't know me my name is julie richard and i'm married to mac and he is typically the one who gets up here and teach but when it comes to kicking off the christmas season i he lets me kick off the christmas season with believe because we love everything Christmas around here. We celebrate big because we believe, everybody say believe. believe. We believe that celebrating the birth of Jesus is a big deal. That God sent Jesus to be born on this earth as the light to guide us, and the light to save us. And that is definitely worth celebrating. And so what we do every year is we kick off our Christmas season with belief. We gather together, we sing, we have fun, and then we take a moment to make sure that we have in the front of our minds, in the center of our hearts, the real reason for the season. And that is to celebrate the birth of... I know my LHC kids are in here, so I'm gonna ask one more time. Christmas is all about celebrating the birth of? Jesus. Excellent job, guys. You are working hard and I can feel that you've got it in the front of your mind and the center of your heart, the reason for the season. We have had believe 10 times. It's our 10th one, I can't believe it. Oh, see what I did there? I can't believe it. Believe means to accept as real and true. And I'm here to tell you that we believe, we accept as real and true the stories that we read from Scripture, from Matthew, from Luke, the details about the birth of Jesus. We believe that to be true. The light of salvation has come for us. But you know what? This is the first time we've ever had believe Thanksgiving weekend. And I know many of you love to celebrate Thanksgiving. I love to celebrate Thanksgiving too. I'm so thankful that Christmas is coming. That is what I celebrate and thankful. But, But you know what, when I think of Thanksgiving, I think of friends, family, and food. Does anybody else think of food when it comes to Thanksgiving? It's our favorite time of year because we eat so much, right? And and you're supposed to, it's not like you can, but you are supposed to eat so much that you are so full. Raise your hand if you ate turkey. Did anybody in here have turkey? Oh wow, I'm gonna say that is a large majority. What about this one? Did anybody in here eat stuffing? Or dressing I don't know the difference I just know you put gravy on it and it's mushy and it tastes good and so how about mashed potatoes anybody yep traditional foods we love it whoa I know what about sweet potatoes yeah that that's not everybody but you know what if you put marshmallows on it it's like a snack It's basically pie. I love it. And of course, the cranberries. We all eat. And here's the thing about Thanksgiving. Inevitably, we will get to the end of the day. And I don't know if you're like us. We eat a little early and then we have leftovers, whether you're hungry or not. And so we eat again. And then everyone says, oh, I'm so full. Say that with me. I'm so full. I'm so full. Thanksgiving is the time to be full. But here's what I want for you for Christmas. My prayer for you, my hope for you, is that you stay full all through the holidays. That you are full all through the holidays, not the kind of full that you're thinking. My prayer, my wish, my hope for you is that you are full all through the holidays and even past the holidays, because here's the deal. Jesus is the light of salvation. God sent Jesus to save us. And when we walk in that light, when we step into that light, we live with peace, with hope and with joy. And when I am full of peace, I say that I am peace. When I am full of hope, I say that I am hope. And when I am full of joy, I say that I am joy. So my prayer for you is that no matter where you are today, that as we speak of the Christmas story and as you remember and you are reminded to keep Jesus in the front of your mind, in the center of your heart, that you remain peaceful, hopeful, and joyful throughout this season. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so full. I'm so full. It's not the kind of full you're thinking. I'm peaceful, I'm hopeful, and I am joyful. Because we're gonna talk today about remembering how we can keep that story, how we can keep Jesus in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the crazies, the front of our mind and the center of our heart. I love all of God's word, but I am giddy when I read the Christmas story. And here's why. I love Christmas and I've studied the Christmas story my whole life. I'm 50 now. I've read it probably 40,000 times. Not really, well, maybe. I love it that much. I I read it in July. I read it in March. If you're having a low day, read the Christmas story. It will make you feel better. But here's the deal. Every single time I read it, I see something new. Every single time. And that's my prayer for you. If you've read the Christmas story a million times, my prayer is that you never become so familiar that you forget the miracle of Christmas. Maybe you're at a point where you're like, Christmas really isn't magical for me anymore. But here's the deal, it is a miracle for everyone. So every time you read it, we are reminded of the miracle of Jesus. And we find most of the details of the Christmas story in the New Testament, in the book of Matthew, and in the book of Luke. And I love how they line up and they tell different perspectives, but we come to the same conclusion, the birth of the Savior, the birth of Jesus. But when you read in Luke, you'll see that there are actually two miraculous pregnancies, two miracle births, because yes, in Matthew, we read that Jesus, um, that the angel came to Joseph and told him, Mary's gonna have a baby and it will be the son of God and you are to name him and then the angel gabriel also goes to mary and tells her mary you're going to have a baby it's going to be the son of god the savior the messiah and you are to name him we are familiar with that part of the story, but if you read, you'll see that there was another miraculous pregnancy, and that's what we're going to talk about today. There was a miracle because there was a woman, remember, Mary wasn't married yet. She was young and not married. She was very young, but this woman that we read about was actually so old, and so she never expected to have children. It's a great reminder there's no such thing as too young or too old to be part of what God is doing, but this woman woman. She was old, and her husband was a priest. His name was Zechariah. Everybody say Zechariah. Oh, my LHC kids are with me. I love it. So Zechariah was a priest, and an angel appeared to him and said, Zechariah, Elizabeth is going to have a baby. Zechariah was surprised. He said, Elizabeth is old. She's never had a baby. She can't have babies. We know that. And the angel said, no, it's a miracle. Elizabeth